Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is a somber time right now because the family and the friends of George Floyd, uh, the African-American gentleman who was uh, allegedly murdered. I only say that because, in my mind, I don't think there's much of a question, but that's the way we ought to uh, approach this until uh, someone has been adjudicated guilty. However, in my mind, he certainly is guilty. Uh, as to what level of murder, well, that's up to the prosecutors. But right now, uh, it's that moment where I, I just want to take a, a, a moment to reflect on uh, George Floyd. And that is because the attention and the focus uh, for several days um, has not necessarily been solely upon George Floyd. It's been on the um, racial inequalities. It's um, centered around politics. It's centered around groups who have hijacked uh, a very tragic incident uh, for their own advancement of uh, their own goals. Uh, But right now there is a group of family and friends gathered together in a church Uh, a church service that began with singing praise to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and singing praise to his son, Lord Jesus. Uh, This is a a funeral of a fellow Christian. And um, when when you look at his family, and especially his little daughter, and I'm looking at all the dignitaries that are in the office, Excuse me. In, in the um, um, in the offertory memorial service, uh, I just uh, I'm just pausing for a minute because so often we forget about the human side of so much of what we see in the headlines. And in this particular instance, not only is the family grieving very deeply, and, and we grieve for them. But at the same time, as I have shared on so many occasions, I'm not black. I didn't grow up black. I had issues in my life of injustices that came my way. But none of those injustices 
was necessarily because of the of the color of my skin. And we know that there have been one thing I can tell you, it wasn't because of my skin, but I, uh, over several decades, I can tell you that uh, some when I was earlier in my life and some um, to members of my family here within the last year. And there were all sorts of different personalities that make up uh, a police department, a sheriff's department. And quite frankly, there are some that are really, really superb at how they treat people. Some, not so much. And so what this image has brought to all of us is this day that we're remembering George Floyd at this moment during his memorial service is a time where many of us could probably think of a time when we might have been treated with a little more more respect by law enforcement. So today, I just want to take a moment out, and I want to pray for George Floyd's family. I want to pray that for those that are gathered as a worship service. And today, I wanted to begin my program. Uh, with what I think is uh, probably the main issue of this day, and that is a family that is grieving the loss of someone who should be here with us today. So uh, if you will, let me pray as they are uh, in the midst of this worship service for George Floyd. Heavenly Father, uh, we also come to you this afternoon. We come to you with, with heavy hearts. Father, I ask that for this moment you would peel away all of the exterior reactions to what we have witnessed, what we have seen after the very tragic video of the final moments of George Floyd's life. And I pray, Lord, that you would help all of us to remember when it comes to George Floyd. He didn't ask for this. He wasn't carrying out his life at the moment of his death as an activist. Whether he was or was not guilty of a forged $20 bill, that is so insignificant and a non-issue at this point. But Father, please let us have your supernatural ability through your Holy Spirit to allow us in this moment not to react to peaceful protests, unpeaceful protests, aggression by police officers, aggression toward police officers, but we just remember this individual, loved by his family, someone who loved God, someone who was living his life out in over a a $20 
potentially forged piece of currency. He's not here today. Father, I ask for your wisdom today. Father, I believe that if, if George Floyd could be right here with me praying today, I think that his prayer would be not only, Lord, please, please be with my family, please protect my family, but I also believe that he would be praying for us uh, to take the next step in the history of the United States of America. I think that he would ask all of us to search our hearts. To first be honest with ourselves, Lord, I'm, I'm asking you to do the same to me even this moment. Uh, just to be honest about ourselves. We all have opinions, Lord. And we all have prejudices. Doesn't mean it's a that we have a prejudice toward a race or prejudice toward a, a certain group of people. But we do have prejudices because prejudices grow out of preferences. And so today we have an entire nation, and for that matter, an entire world uh, that I hope is... Um, focused in on the man, the man of George Floyd. And I pray that in his remembrance that we truly would take a, a giant step in history equal to the giant steps that has been taken before uh, this day in the area of equal rights, in the area of civil rights. Uh, so that we would have an opportunity all to come to more of an understanding. And Lord, you know, and I've said this so many times, but I believe right now it is your followers, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that we must step forward and be on the front lines. That we must come against and to ask you to your Holy Spirit to cleanse us of any attitudes toward a, a fellow human being that are just inappropriate and just and just wrong. So Father, we just want want to just ask you as we take a few moments out this afternoon, focusing on a life that uh, should uh, not have been taken. But we want to thank you, Lord, and want to proclaim before you, Heavenly Father, that it is you and your Son, Jesus, the only solution to what we see here today, I believe, is by the shed blood of Jesus Christ and the healing power for all things. Because he is the great physician. And that includes emotional wounds. That includes heart wounds. But Father, I, I pray this, that we would remember today. What would Jesus do today? What would Jesus say, Lord, 
your son. What would your son say if he was at the podium at the George Floyd's memorial? And what would he tell us to do? Yes, Lord, you've impressed it upon me, and I just want to acknowledge it with you and publicly. I believe the final instructions, dear Jesus, that you gave to your band of followers in that upper room, minutes before you would go and to be arrested. And that is to love each other. And that is the basis of, I believe, what you have told me, uh, Lord, in, in the healing over where we are today as we grieve the life of George Floyd. Thank you, Father, that you allow us to come to you and we can come to your throne at any time. Father, I ask that this prayer be granted in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, and by his blood, all men can be saved. And so, yes, Lord, it's in his name we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to take a time out, and... um, We've got a lot to talk about today. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Media Tampa. I'll be right back with Bill Bunkley Show. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at SurroundTampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers saturday mornings at eight ask an attorney with joe pippen in the benefit of the trust is no probate no guardianship quick easy fast efficient in private documents and uh in this case we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children ask an attorney with joe pippen Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Well, here we are. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show here at Salem Media Tampa with the phone lines open at 877-943-9673. And uh, today we are focused on the main thing, as far as I'm concerned. You know, God provided an opportunity for us to be redeemed. In his son Jesus, we have an opportunity to have a reconciliation with him. We have an opportunity to break the walls down between our human flesh and our secular goals and desires and and the wall that separates us with our God and Father the Lord and His Son, Jesus Christ. And you know, over years, these walls have built up. And, 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 and the wall buster is Jesus Christ because He bridges that wall for us. Uh, but you know, they tell us that the statistics say that people come to Christ. Very important to try and teach our kids the wisdom and the admonition of the Lord, because I can't remember at the moment, but what, 14, 15, 16 years of age, well, the the numbers of individuals that, comes, that come to Christ really drop off. And then you have what happens uh, as a little bit of an uptick, you know, as they get later in life. Why? Because the walls that we build up, the habits that we do, A lot of them are formed when we're young. And that's why the Bible says, raise up your son in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. Imagine all of the broken homes. Imagine all the broken homes that, well, may not even have a father or a male figure. They're getting messages. There, there, you know, sometimes we, we grasp more that we see and hear than that is strictly taught to us. And so there's no doubt that part of the implementation to progress of our relationships with our, with our fellow man. Now, we've had progress. It's amazing the struggle the founding fathers where it came to slavery, the, uh, the situation through the Civil War, and, you know, just, just really uh, having to only come to some great strides uh, a few decades ago. But the idea is that we are molded by a lot of what we learn. If it's raising up a child in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, remember the Bible says that he, that young boy or girl, boy or girl, will come back. They'll not forget that. And the problem is, whether it's white hatred to blacks, black hatred to white, uh, Hispanic hatred to Asians, whatever it is. And by the way, all you have to do is take a little time and study the history of our immigrants that many years ago sailed past that Statue of Liberty, came to Ellis Island, and we had those divisions in New York, the Italian section, Chinatown, 
just remember that that's because in those eras, that also was an opportunity to, to form some unhealthy misconceptions and habits. But it is clear, in the same way that we are taught to reconcile with God, you know, we are to reconcile with one another. If you are a Christian, right now, we are in the church age. And I, you know, and I just want to tell you, we may get to it today in a couple of days. The question is, are we nearing the end of the church age? Could we be beginning or midway through some of the, 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 the plagues and the things that have been described in Scripture that as they begin to uh, multiply in occurrences, are we seeing the signs that Jesus talked about that we would see signs not too long before his second coming? How far away are we to reach all the people groups? Because the Lord said when everyone has had an opportunity to hear about the gospel, then Jesus will come. Now, I don't think that we're here today, but we're close enough to get real serious about many aspects. And one is not only our reconciliation with the Lord, but our reconciliation with each other. Right now in this age, until Jesus comes back again, he left you in charge. He left me in charge. And what I mean by that is, we are literally supposed to go out within our our communities. And, 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 And my hands... It should really be just like the hands of Jesus. My feet, just like the feet of Jesus. The the, the love that I should have for others and not hatred, not disdain. That is the love of Jesus Christ that he left us in charge, gave us the Holy Spirit, because we could not do that in our own energy, but we can do it through the Spirit. And you know how this begins? Go back and read what the Bible says about all nations. Because all nations is a parallel to people groups. Amen? And so remember, it starts with seeing all nations, just like our Lord Jesus Christ sees them this moment. It's all the different skin intonations. You know, I'm using the definition of the world of racism, but I don't believe there's different races. I just believe there's different skin pigments, pigments, and I think the Lord backs that up, especially since the last round of God's judgments, we are all coming from the boat. We were all in the boat, our ancestors. And when the waters receded, then it began again. So, I want to talk about this in a moment still, and that is all nations. Are we seeing those around us like Jesus sees them? And if not, as a brother and sister in Christ, there there must be uh, repentance and forgiveness and then that reconciliation. Because yesterday we were talking, what do we do to move forward? What is the solution? 
And I've been thinking and praying about that, and I wanted to, to bring this to you for a few moments during the first hour today. And I will say that until you see people as Jesus sees them, you're really not going to understand God's heart. You're not going to get it. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Media Tampa, 877-943-9673. If you want to join the conversation, we'll be right here, and I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A memorial for George Floyd is underway in Minneapolis. The first of three funeral events for Floyd taking place at North Central University in Minneapolis. Hundreds of federal agents have descended on the nation's capital, aiming to prevent any more of the violence that has erupted in Washington. During the protest over the police death of George Floyd, the agents are serving a vital role by helping to relieve the Metropolitan Police Department so it can handle other emergencies. The Senate Judiciary Committee has postponed a vote to let Chairman Senator Lindsey Graham subpoena more than 50 officials involved in an alleged FBI effort to undermine the Trump campaign in 2016. Graham agreed to delay a final vote on the subpoenas until next week. The Dow down 100 points, the Nasdaq off 94. This is SRN News. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. And Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's uh, it's the little messages, you know, like, and I I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. But I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter... You've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent. You you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive, and your your words can be positive. And I would say firsthand experience here. When you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or a church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve, You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. 
Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back. This is Bill Bunkley, Bill Bunkley Show. On a day that um, we are remembering this very moment, George Floyd, his memorial service uh, being conducted uh, as we are live on the air. And um, again, uh, asking that you keep your thoughts and prayers uh, with his family uh, and with those, especially those that have gathered that have been uh, a part uh, of the movement, have, have been a part of uh, the, the civil rights struggle in America. And uh, this is a day that uh, we remember his life. Amen. Amen. Well, this is the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We're talking a little bit about how do you really walk through the healing process and uh, where should we go from here? And I think the, the Bible is very, very clear about this. And what I mean by that is it is a time for us to come together and realize the truth about who you and I are in Christ. Let's not forget that we had a fall. Let's not forget that sin has has seeped into so many areas of life and it's on display 24-7 right now with violence and hatred. And right now, love is on display. Because I would imagine that most media outlets, um, the cable TV, that they have been uh, bringing this this memorial service um, to their audiences this afternoon. But can I remind you of something? You know, one of the biggest violations that's causing... Many of our issues today, and certainly is in the midst of this, is how we treat each other. How disrespectful we have, we have come to in the eyes of God. How busy we get, how rushing around that we get, how demanding we are when we when we got to wait at a checkout counter, how demanding we are when the pickup line at the fast food is, to, is too long. And I'm talking about us Christians before I'm talking about the world. 
since when do we have the right to think that I'm privileged or you're privileged because we are here because of the grace of God? Because this country has rejected God. First of all, if this country had not rejected God, one of the basics of our faith is to understand that God, when he created us, way before he created anything you see in the heavens, anything you see in the solar system, anything you see on earth, his plan was very clear. When he made you and I, and all the other two-legged humanoids that are walking around, remember that we were made in the image of God. How often did Jesus preach about judging others? How often did he point us to the sin of discrimination? How often did he tell us, do not judge a woman by the way she looks? Do not judge a man by the way he looks. Do not judge a young person by the way they look. Also, by what they wear. Now, that's an ouch for many people. But these are the roots that lead to the routes of us getting back to treating one another in love like Jesus commanded the main message. In addition, go forth to all the nations, spread the gospel, saving people in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But it was to do it as we love one another. The Bible talks about prejudice. The Bible talks about racism. And I know things are ugly right now, but I know I've been having conversations with my 14-year-old. These are the times to teach. These are the times to tell them about treating others poorly. And then how they will react emotionally. You know, all of us need to be a part of reconciliation. Both sharing the gospel of a reconciliation to the Lord, to those that we meet who do not know him, but also reconciliation with our brothers and sisters. I think that if we always had a flash in our mind, you know, that person is made in the image of God. Because let's not forget, you know, all of the very capable men who have portrayed Jesus in this country, none of them really portrayed Jesus the way he probably really looked. First of all, he wasn't a white, a British Jesus with a British accent. It wasn't a white American Jesus with a a white American accent. No, he was a Jew. He was Jewish. 
And the skin color of Jews, particularly during that time, because of the adaptations of being out in the sun, the desert, etc., 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 we believe that was dark-skinned. And oh, by the way, Jesus would not have won a GQ contest either. The Bible says that there was nothing about his appearance that would set him apart if we walked by him on on a street corner, say, just before his three-year ministry began. Nothing. And then at the end, he was so beaten, people don't want to recognize it, but you couldn't even tell who the man was that was on the cross. Up there, totally naked, totally humiliated, his face beaten to a pulp. Now, I just want to mention that because, you know what, we're all in the fashion image, what kind of car we drive, got to have designer this, designer that. Please remember that that means absolutely nothing to Jesus. And for those of you that buy that just to impress fellow men and women that you might not even like, think about all this. Think about our value system because that's at the heart of some change. Get out there and show the love. Get out there and show some kindness. Do something that somebody doesn't expect for you to do. You know, I, I left the Boy Scouts uh, some time ago because I believe they left uh, moral morality and the moral code. But I tell you one thing that I live by every day, and if you were involved with Boy Scouts, you know what it is. Do a good turn daily. Because you know that came from the founder of scouting in Great Britain, Lord Baden-Powell, but that is based on, on, on biblical principle. That's, you, you go out and you, and you do good things. Maybe we ought to bring that back in this, in this next step that needs to be taken to love our fellow man. Do a good turn for somebody every day. Because when you do that, you're spreading kindness. And you're also... In the neighborhood of mercy. So let's talk about a couple of verses this afternoon. And I dedicate all this to George Floyd. The memory of George Floyd. And I dedicate this to all Christians listening this afternoon. Because we, we have an obligation regardless of our, of our income, our address, our station in life. If we are true followers of Christ, God's word, his instructions, his principles are non-negotiable. Paul was writing to the Corinthians. And so this idea, remember, remember the Jews? The Jews of that time, the Jewish um, religious group running the temple, uh, the king, you know, let me tell you what, racism was big time. I mean, it was so bad, they hated Samaria so bad, they would walk around, they wouldn't even put a foot in Samaria. So you think that this is something new today? No, it's not. But what did Jesus do? Jesus went to break the racial barriers. Not only did he not go around Samaria when going from Jerusalem down to the Sea of Galilee or Capernaum. No, man, he trucked straight through it. And then, oh, oh, forbid, not even the black-white thing or the brown-white thing, but how about the male-female thing? 
women had no standing. But what did Jesus do? He went into Samaria. He went in those places you're not even supposed to be, what, a thousand thousand? And then he, he asked a Samaritan woman, the race that was despised by the Jews, to draw water for him. Now, how about that example? Not only was it not separate water fountains, it was asking the person of the perceived other race, would you draw me some water? Oh, imagine what that would have happened on Franklin Street in Tampa, Florida back in 1958, 60, 61. What is that white guy doing? Asking a black man or a black woman to to give him a cup of water from the blacks only water fountain that's a, that's a, that's essentially what Jesus did and imagine if there were more opportunities that come your way to do something like that mm. imagine that picture first corinthians 12:13 paul was sharing quote for we were all by the way I know some of you need some help with theology. Let me just share that when you see the word all, it means all. <laughs> okay, All means all, okay? All, don't just run past this. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body. Whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. One, 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 one. In addition to the hatred for the Samaritans, believe me, the Jews were in total in a mindset of total separation from you and I. We were despicable Gentiles. We were despicable. There was a time where we were the despicable Gentiles, and I'm not picking on the Jewish, um, the the Jewish heritage. Just walking through history. Is your mind being opened up a little bit? Having some real thoughts about where we go from here. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show here, Salem Media, Tampa. Phone lines are open eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Got more to share in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilizes the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, Order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. 
a huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And, of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-B-I-B-L-E. 844-57-BIBLE. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religion religious liberty, and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan, and perhaps all of U.S. history. In Forgotten Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show here on um, Salem Media Tampa, 877-943-9673. Hey, I want to announce uh, very quickly before we get back to uh, some final thoughts about moving forward uh, uh, in this um, era of uh, the moment of remembering George Floyd. Got a brand new book, Imprisoned with ISIS, Faith in the Fear of Evil by Peter Jessic, you can win a copy of the book starting, well, actually a couple of days ago, but today, and you're going to have an opportunity to read a very moving uh, story uh, where you see prayers answered and miracles happen. 
That's part of uh, Regnery or Salem Books. Hey, to put your name in the copy for a copy of this book, go to letstalkfate.com, letstalkfate.com. We'll have two signed copies. We'll have three other copies, five total to give away. And we're going to be scheduling the author to uh, be right here with me on the Bill Bunkley Show. But uh, every day between now and the end of June, you can put your name in the hat and uh, give you a lot of opportunities. This is a compelling story, and uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a preview when we get a chance to have Peter Jasek here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Again, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Uh, a little bit of a program update, what's happening in the second hour. We'll talk about Governor DeSantis and Florida's progress as we now move into Phase 2. That's coming up. I'm also going to have a special guest from the Manhattan Institute. He's a fellow at the Manhattan Institute, Raphael uh, Mangral, and he is going to discuss the actual statistics about the question Is there systemic police racism in the ranks? We'll talk about that. And also got an unemployment report today. Is unemployment finally leveling leveling off because of the COVID-19 crash? Well, all of that we'll talk about during the hour that's coming up in just a moment. But let's get back to a couple of closing thoughts because we're talking about the fact that we should be colorblind. All Christians should be colorblind. The Southern Baptist Convention over the last two, three, four years have been have been asking for reconciliation because of very improper positions during the Civil War on the subject of slavery. It is time for us to realize that this should be a colorblind world for all true Orthodox believers in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we need to teach others by our example and his infilling of the Holy Spirit to move forth to heal this land. I've said for days it's only Jesus Christ that can heal what's happening in America today. Just like it's only he and his father, when it's in their perfect timing, can can close down the COVID-19 or protect us from that. Uh, but, you know, I want to share a verse in 1 John, 2nd chapter, verse 11. 11. Think about this. Think about, as I have talked about the last week or 10 days, not original with me, about how bad things happen once the sun goes down. How bad it is when we're in darkness. Is there any reason why we have the, the strip clubs in darkness? Any reason why a lot of the bars you go in darkness? Any reason about, you know, the sun goes down, you're, you're over in the neighborhood where you know you might be able to see some cat on the corner. You may have a little bag of crack or a little bag of meth. Mostly it's all at night. That's why the, the violent protesters, by and large, it's at night. Unless, in broad daylight, there is no civil authority uh, to challenge them or to come against their looting and the violence. Listen to this as I close for this hour. But anyone who hates a brother 
or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because darkness has blinded them. Can you think of any other verse that is so telling about what we see on our television screens right now after dark? It's very clear the Lord knows this sin. This sin has been around for a long time. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness. Folks that are out there late at night rioting, believe me, they're in darkness. And there's great hatred to everybody. And they walk around in the darkness. Not just the physical darkness. They have the darkness of the mind. Darkness of their eyes. How many times have you seen even here in Tampa, the protesters go here, there, walk down this street, circle around, come back. They're going around and around. What does this verse say? They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. As we round out this first hour, pray for the light of Jesus Christ. Pray for the light of the world. Pray for that light to be on the hill, not covered up by a bushel. Let each and every one of us take our creed of followers of Jesus Christ and let us, let us lead this country to truth. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be back in a moment with hour number two. Competition in other places. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Calling for legal justice at a Minneapolis memorial service this afternoon, invited speaker Al Sharpton offers this perspective on the life and death of George Floyd. George Floyd's story has been the story of black folks. Because ever since 401 years ago, the reason we could never be who we wanted and dreamed to be in is you kept your knee on our neck. Prior to Sharpton's remarks, Floyd family members remembered Floyd as a caring person. Other speakers have called for justice reforms to redress the visceral, abusive images of former arresting officer Derek Chauvin. The video of Chauvin's several-minute neck-clapping while Floyd pleaded that he couldn't breathe has sparked days of national protest. President Trump and Attorney General Barr have singled out Antifa 
or inciting violence amidst the protest. And the president describes former Defense Secretary James Mattis as the world's most overrated general. The rebuke comes after Mattis accused Mr. Trump of dividing the American people. The president says what the country needs now is law and order. Attorney General Barr says cracking down on violent anarchists requires a team effort. I urge governors and mayors and other state and local leaders to work closely with the National Guard and with us. The federal government has thus far made 51 arrests for federal crimes in connection with violent rioting. Also at SRNews.com, a Navy veteran who's been detained in Iran for nearly two years has been released. Mark White's release, part of an agreement involving an Iranian-American doctor prosecuted by the Justice Department. This is SRN News. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com or call one. The Wesleyan Church has joined in the largest global prayer gathering in its history. The denomination says several thousand people from more than 40 nations met online to commemorate Pentecost Sunday and pray. On its website, the Wesleyan Church noted that the world has faced a pandemic for three months and the U.S. is grieving a senseless murder and dealing with racial tensions. Church members gathered to pray for healing, for God's Holy Spirit, and for a boldness to reach every generation with the gospel. Jeremy House, SRN News. Attorneys for Democratic Governor John Carney of Delaware have told a federal judge that he's backing off restrictions he imposed on church worship. State attorneys say that Carney has come up with new guidance regarding churches that could narrow or possibly even resolve issues that were raised in a lawsuit challenging his restrictions as unconstitutional. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. 
And good afternoon. We're back. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. Honored to have you with us today. And today uh, we are remembering George Floyd. Uh, This is the day of his memorial service. And uh, as uh, we share in the grief, we share in the pain that his uh, family and his friends um, are enduring this afternoon as they remember um, the life of George Floyd, that we want to um, uh, keep him in our prayers as well. And uh, we pray for him during the first hour. Remind you that uh, you can always get the podcast of the entire three hours of the Bill Bunkley Show. And right now we're posting those uh, the following morning. So that would be up tomorrow morning. You can get that at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Welcome to our answer listeners this afternoon. Always uh, it's a special time when you join our Faith Talk listeners who have been on board for the last hour. And so this is our joint platform. And uh, I want to just remind you that you can always be a part of the show uh, by calling 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. We've got a good hour lined up. We'll talk about Governor DeSantis, and uh, he was talking about uh, on Fox and Friends this morning. He was talking about Florida's progress. Now that he is uh, moving on with Phase Two, we'll let you hear from the governor himself. Also, the Manhattan Institute is going to be with us today. More specifically, Manhattan Institute fellow Raphael Mangal is going to be discussing the um, the question about statistics do the statistics show that there is or is not a systemic a systemic police racism issue in america and we'll also talking about unemployment and re-employment got some more figures today are we looking at the bottom have we gone through the worst all that be part of the show today well, we've got uh, someone who wanted to share uh, from the last hour and um, wanted to have a chance to talk to us. So want to go to the phones right now at 877-943-9673. And we've got a guest with us. Uh, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Yes, thank you. Glad I, to have uh, you with us. What are your thoughts this afternoon? Well, I think the whole problem that we have can be summed up in lawlessness. No matter who it is, we need to have one set of law, no double standards, and then uh, carry it out. And the Constitution is a good document, and it, it hasn't been carried out in the proper manner either. And it includes all Americans, black, white, no matter what, just just be an American. So I, I think we need to live up to this, and everything will be will be fine. And it's a hard manner. Yeah, we have prejudice, but it's the way you look at things. Uh, I'm a black person, and I've run into some, well, maybe see discriminations where people, because of the color of my skin, expected me to be one way and then not a way instead of, you know, how I really am. But spending time with a lot of my uh, friends of uh, different color and cultures, uh, They've gotten to know me, and it's really broke down some of those barriers. So I think we need to spend more time together and get to know one another, and especially Christians, because we should all, as Christians, have the same values, because we have the God values. 
you know, to God in us. We're supposed to be like him, Christ-like, and then we won't have these little isms, schisms, and all those other kinds of things, the pride of life that comes in, and we're supposed to be uh, humble. So Mm -hmm. this is a chance for us to look at ourselves and see if that's in there and, and really deal with it. Well, we have laws, and we've had laws, as you say, going all the way back to, well, the the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Unfortunately, that even when laws are on the books, we have men and women, regardless of uh, the the, the tone of their skin color, um, many laws continue to go uh, unrecognized and, and out of compliance. And I think that the second part of uh, of what I agree with everything you said, but I think the second part is really the only solution, and that is when you get down to it, if we're going to have change, it's a heart change. Um, in a way, you know, I'm all for if there's some more ideas that legislate more laws, but we're not, our people are not following the laws that are on the books, and that's why last hour I talked about it's incumbent, especially for men and women of the Christian faith, to remember that we're to love all others and reaching out and telling folks how we've been reconciled from the things that we did wrong in our sin, that we've got uh, a whole world by what we're seeing before us that uh, needs to do the same thing. So that's why I'm saying the the only way I think that this is going to ever be addressed is the spiritual one, and we've got to um, reach out and connect the people heart to heart because when the hearts change, then they'll start uh, seeing the importance of uh, doing the right thing, uh, not only for our society, but, but for the Lord. Yeah, but see, when you have bad, bad people get away with stuff, then that's, that sets a bad example. You know, because these people were mistreated. I understand they had three or four incidents that happened in that city that was unjust before it got down to this last one. And they did not handle it correctly and justly. So it's like, you know, enough is enough uh, with that. But, you know, we need people to uh, carry out the law and uphold the law and do the law and say that wrong is wrong and uh, really do that. So they're, they're kind of tired of that. And I can understand that. But then you have the infiltration of the lures. But then they come out and call it something else. These are the Antifa people, but yet they want to put it on. Uh, or those other ones, white supremacists. And so white supremacists would not be going in and tearing up, uh, you know, Confederate statues and all that kind of thing because you think they would be uh, for that. So it is not them. It is these well, anti-American well, people. If, 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 you, if, if I can do this in a very respectful way, um, we've seen a lot. Of, first of all, Antifa is certainly in the middle of it. We have seen some of the members at different places part of the Black Panther Party. But I want to tell you that white supremacists are definitely in the mix. And what's happening here uh, is that they are inciting this behind the scenes. And they're not doing it as white supremacists. But they're actually, quite frankly, using a lot of these rioters as their pawns. Uh, pawns because they're into destruction. So I would just tell you that all of these groups uh, who uh, profess and propagate violence 
and that includes white supremacists, they're all active right now behind the scenes. They're not being arrested because they're very uh, capable of what they're doing. They don't put themselves in a place to get arrested, but they are agitators that are agitating these folks uh, to get very emotional, especially after dark. But uh, you're right. Now, the problem is, just remember that you've got a police chief in Minneapolis where this is, as you said, this is uh, an ongoing issue with that department. But you also have a mayor of Minneapolis and you have a governor. So before you even get to the U.S. Justice Department, for these irregularities, they should be addressed by the mayor first and then by the governor. And because clearly we're talking about civil rights violations, that's when the federal government's going to come in. But the first the first sign that you are right, and here we go again, it wasn't necessarily when the police officer uh, allegedly, and I say allegedly till he's proven guilty, I think he's guilty, but allegedly put his knee on that neck and stopped the flow. The When you knew you had a, a problem just like what you're talking about, that police officer should have been arrested right there before he left the scene. If not, certainly an hour or two later, not three or four days later, because I assure you, if uh, the police had rolled up and if it was you, uh, somehow had somebody down and had your knee on that neck and they weren't breathing and didn't have a pulse, and uh, as soon as they looked at what was happening, you would have been put in handcuffs. You would have been taken to jail. You might not be. You might not be charged for two or three days. But the mere fact that the police department did not act immediately is the is the anecdotal evidence that you are correct. That agency's got serious serious problems, and you there's different levels to deal with it. Was, What's that? What they did was fire them like right away. You think they were trying to get uh, uh, outside of that by firing them? To, okay, they don't work here anymore. You think that's they were trying to get by by immediately firing them? You know, I just got to be honest with you. Uh, there's a lot of foolish people that are involved on all levels of what's happening in our li- outward life. There's certainly some foolish people in that police department, and if they were foolish enough to think, oh, we can just fire them for now and there won't be any heat on us, very, very foolish. And, uh, you know, but when you start, you know, when you start wielding power and it's human power and uh, you think you're all powerful, you'll do things and you think you're like Teflon, they're not like Teflon. And so... I can't even imagine why they didn't move in, but you were right. You are right. We've got other instances there, so we've got a real mess in Minneapolis. And the reason why we need to take note, as as our citizenship is, if those problems, small as they are, I don't think it's widespread, whatever police department, those same foolish actions or the foolish tactics that they're used, yes, they need to be identified, have the light of day shown on them. They need to be out of there. And if they committed a crime, they need to be prosecuted. And that that's my bottom line. I agree. I agree. No matter who you are, because, you know, police no, they seem to no have one's above the like law. a path or something, you know, and that should be the immediate law. Because nobody just immediately got arrested like that. Like you were saying what they should have done. I don't think that has 
ever happen, ever, ever, ever. So that should be, I don't know if you need a law to do that, because they've been just passively not doing that and exempting them, or they feel that they were exempt. And I think that was set a great uh, example of the law, you know, being carried out uh, no matter what. All right. All With right. not any special privilege or anything like that. You break the law, you're a lawbreaker, that's it. Yep, and nope. if you see my piece on something to think about, the rule of law, we got a break coming up. i got to let you go, but if you, uh, okay, go thank you if you go online at letstalkfaith.com, go to the Bill Bunkley Show, you can read today something to think about. I talk about the rule of law, which is the very thing you're, you're concluding with, is no one's above the law, and uh, that's very important. But, hey, thanks for being with us this afternoon. Thanks for your contribution uh-huh, thank to the you show. Thank you for your program. All right, Bye. thank you. God bless. All right, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Hey, did you remember there's something out there called COVID-19? Did, did you remember that uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic? Did you Do you remember it's absolutely essential that we're supposed to be practicing social separation? Do you remember that was a drumbeat of about, uh, ooh, 10 days ago, been going on for months? Well, I wonder why you haven't been hearing separation when we literally have seen hundreds of people in the streets. Hmm. Interesting observation, I think. Going to take a break. Going to talk about phase two. That's right. COVID-19 phase two in Florida, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Media Tampa. don't allow just anyone into your home and cornerstone pros doesn't let just anyone join their team cornerstone pros technicians are the best of the best background checked drug tested and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability servicing air conditioners plumbing electrical and generators call 813-291-0522 for service like it ought to be fair fast and friendly call cornerstone pros Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable. But there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian health care sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And, of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so 
much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-B-I-B-L-E. 844-57-BIBLE. Hey, we're back. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. We're going to talk about a topic that we haven't had a chance to talk about a lot lately. And we've got two different spins. Well, I don't want to use that word because I don't like to talk about spin. But we've got two different angles that I I must bring to your attention uh, this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to let you hear from our governor, Ron DeSantis, in just a few moments. uh, Because he was on Fox and Friends this morning. And uh, as we continue to take more steps down the road with the COVID-19 situation, as I said yesterday or the day before, it's not going to be too much longer where we should be seeing a gigantic re-epidemic in our urban-packed cities because the hundreds of protesters who've been on the streets. So with an incubation period of about 14 days, we're not there yet, get a few more days. I am waiting to see what some on the left are predicting that we've got a horrific situation right around the corner that's going to set us back, some say, worse than we were when we first discovered COVID-19. I don't know if I'm there. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is today's unemployment report. But first, let's talk about the Gov. Because for those of you who believe that more businesses ought to be open, for those of you who believe that more businesses should have opened a long time ago, but let's just be, let's just be candid that when you take all of the 50 mayors, and I'm not necessarily, excuse me, governors, and I'm not necessarily talking about the governor of Montana or the governor of North Dakota, when it comes to the bold leadership to COVID-19, no, I'm talking about the, the states that have been in the crosshairs, one of which is Florida. I mean, not only did the country have a disaster on its hands, and then when we saw the absolute concentration of the disease because of the huge urban um, mix Uh, on top of each other uh, in the Big Apple. And then a lot of folks that were in Miami-Dade and were flocking to Florida until they were, number one, discovered when they were told to, uh, you know, stay at home and they were all heading for their second homes or just getting out to come to Florida. And so the governor had to deal with that. But the governor is announcing that we've got full phase two coming up. 
and uh, there certainly are some uh, interesting um, uh, places that are be part of that order. And um, the governor is uh, the governor. I believe is very confident that we're on track. We're going to get back to uh, to some healthy things, and I want to talk about that. But first, let's take you to Fox and Friends this morning as uh, he was chatting with the crew. Yeah, and, you know, and so what we've done in phase two, according to the White House guidelines, the recommendation um, is 50 people groups. But if you do more, uh, you have people doing things like temperature checks. I was at Universal Studios yesterday making this announcement. They're now open, um, at least for the house holders. They're going to be open to the general public, I think, tomorrow. They're doing temperature checks. They have people you know, wearing. So there's all kinds of things that people are doing you know, to keep people safe. So we want to be able to allow people to have options and really trust people to make good decisions. Um, I think that is uh, really the best posture to mm-hmm. be in. Yeah, we're glad you're opening up because we all want to go to that wedding, too. We're ready to have some sunshine and get out of the house. Uh, Governor, what's separating your state from all these other states? Why are you able to do this and other states are not? Well, I think there's a lot of states that are. I mean, you know, we looked at Georgia, Colorado, about some of the things they opened very early that we had not done. So we followed. It seemed like it worked well. We, we really learned from a lot of those other states. You look at the state of Texas. So I think there's been a lot of states that have done well. And then there's some states like South Dakota that really never missed a beat. Um, and so, so I think we've been one of the leaders. But I think some of the other states... I think it's been a little bit more more about politics, from what I can tell. Um, some of the measures that were in place, I mean, clearly from a health perspective, Florida's done better uh, per, per capita than a lot of these states. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, um, getting people back to work is important. Uh, continuing to focus on safety. You know, we've done even more with long-term care facilities as this has gone on. That was one of our focuses from the beginning. I think that was the right focus, and I think as people look back, they wish other states had done what we had done. But we're continuing to do a a lot of that um, and even adding more to it. And so they really go hand in hand. You can work to protect folks, and you can also work to put people back to work. Now, we're going to talk about that in just a moment, and um, but I want to give a little praise report. You, met, you heard that the governor mentioned the assisted living as well as the nursing homes. I uh, shared with you uh, several days ago that at the uh, assisted living facility where uh, my mother-in-law uh, is living, uh, there was a nurse that was visiting another patient, not in her room, just in the facility. That nurse uh, arrived with full PPE, uh, which we praise the Lord for that, mask, gloves, etc., and uh, plastic covering. Anyway, that nurse, uh, after she had made that visit, she was uh, tested positive for COVID-19. And so, as you can imagine, uh, when we got that alert, just letting all the families of all the residents know that that, you know, that was a, that was a, that was a tough uh, piece of information. And of course, we have been praying, 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 cannot get in to see her, uh, nor can anyone else get that in that facility. Um, but uh, the person that that nurse came to see, as well as the roommate in that room, uh, very quickly tested. For COVID-19, and uh, and that was about oh several days, uh, a week or so, uh, because they didn't realize the nurse had even gotten positive. 
But uh, just want to give you a praise report that we have learned that both of uh, those residents of, uh, uh, and I'm not going to mention the name of the uh, assisted living, both of them uh, have tested uh, negative for COVID-19. So just want to tell you that uh, for those of you who have uh, family members in those facilities and maybe especially here, there's been some of those facilities you've had to deal with some uh, very unfortunate set of circumstances. Our heart goes out to you. But um, I believe that we're making progress. And probably what's going to happen, uh, obviously for the full phase two, the governor did not uh, announce being able to visit these facilities. It's probably, it's now probably uh, obviously going to happen in phase three. And uh, what I've heard, there's, you know, rumors uh, circulating that if that does happen, you're going to have to be tested by for COVID-19, before, and you have your certificate before you're cleared to visit an assisted living facility. So what's going to be opening up? I got that coming up in a moment, 877-943-9673. Find out where you can go. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A memorial for George Floyd has concluded in Minneapolis. Floyd family members remembered George Floyd as a caring person. More services will be held in different cities across the U.S. A judge has had bailed at $750,000 apiece for three former Minneapolis police officers charged with aiding and abetting in the death of George Floyd. The Minneapolis Police Department fired them last week and they were arrested on Wednesday. Bystander video shows a fourth officer, Derek Chauvin, pressing his knee to Floyd's neck until he stops moving. Stocks ending mixed on Wall Street after a day of wavering, ending a four-day winning streak. The Dow was up nearly a dozen points today. The Nasdaq dropped 67 and the S&P 500 down 10 points. This is SRN News. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. I'm Sonequa Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. I'm joining Center to Cancer to get information to those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge new treatments. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit synaptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. People come to Ruth's Chris for more than just a great steak. They come to let off some steam. Take Rob, Joe, and Shelly. When they get wrapped up in a week-long assignment at work, 
they head on over to Ruth's Chris for a much-needed break over some sizzling steaks served to perfection. It's a chance for them to loosen up, have a few laughs, and talk about anything. Anything but work, that is. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Serving more than just sizzling steaks. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Of the appearance of a man above upon Now this speaks of the incarnation of Christ. The fact that God became a man. The Word became flesh. Pitched his tent here among us. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30. On Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. You know, there's there's a, a big overlying question across America today. We have seen the horrific scene of uh, George Floyd's death. And since then, we've seen a couple of other scenes, one in Sarasota, one was in Detroit, Chicago, Chicago, uh, of uh, a police officer using a knee as part of the securing process on the ground with a suspect. So the question is, how widespread is police brutality? How widespread is systemic police racism? We usually talk in terms of the, quote, few bad apples, and don't let that reflect on the rest. Uh, But again, there's a lot of rhetoric that uh, when these things happen, and and they're disgusting, let me be sure, but when these things happen, we've got a lot of rhetoric, and uh, a lot of people claim to have statistics, but oftentimes those statistics don't add up. Well, we want to talk about this subject, and it is the myth of systemic police racism. And uh, to do that, I've got a special guest, uh, in fact, his colleague, had just written a piece for the Wall Street Journal editorial board. But um, uh, uh, Rafael Mengual is with me. Uh, He is a fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and we're honored to have him here today. Uh, Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you so much for having me. Let's go ahead and just, which, if you will, just lay a little foundation for us. There are some that believe that, that this is so widespread that we've got to do a 911 and maybe get rid of half the police force. Others say, well, no, it's only a few bad apples. But the answer is there is some research and statistics out there. And I know your colleague uh, wrote a piece, I believe, for the Wall Street Journal. So, so tell us what the, the foundational issue here is. Yeah, I mean, the, the foundational issue, I think, is really just uh, 
uh, evidenced by uh, the illustration of a human flaw, which is that when you are invested um, in a particular subject, either because you're directly affected or because it, it, it inspires your passions, um, I think a lot of people fall into a trap, uh, which is that they become much less critical of the information and arguments that confirm their pre-held conceptions. And I think that's where, what we're seeing here, right? I mean, a lot of people have this preconceived notion that, as you mentioned, you know, police as an institution suffer from a systemic racism problem, from an, uh, an abuse of, of excessive force problem. Um, but, but again, we have very clear data on these things. And, uh, you know, as, as tough as it may be uh, in the throes of something as horrific as we, we saw with George Floyd, I think we have to do is sort of take a step back and look at what those data say. And the data on police use of force, I think, very clearly reveal professionalism and restraint. Uh, I don't think they reveal uh, the kind of abuse uh, and disdain for the public that many people accuse them of, of, of holding in their hearts. Um, you know, and, and I think the way that we get here is just by kind of exploring what these numbers say, right? Um, in the United States in 2018, police discharged their firearms an estimated 3,043 times, killing 992 people. Right? This sounds to people like a lot, but that data has to be contextualized, and the proper context is, is, is in light of the overall volume of police activity. What people need to remember is that we have almost 700,000 full-time uniformed law officers uh, working in police departments across the country who in 2018 made more than 10.3 million arrests which is just a fraction of the more than 50 million uh, police public contacts that they had over the course of that 365-day period. So you know, even if you were to, to, to look at this in the, the light least favorable to police, which is to say that you, even if you were to assume that every single one of those discharges was in a separate incident by a separate officer, you're looking at about 0.3 to 0.4% uh, of the police department uh, using deadly force in a given year, right? Even when it comes to non-lethal uh, police uses of force, we have data, again, that buff this narrative um, that has proven itself poisonous, and I think the evidence for that is just, you know, look outside your window at night any of the last five months. Um, you know, a, a 2018 study, for example, published in the Journal of Trauma and Acute Care Surgery, analyzed more than a million calls for service across three mid-sized police departments, one in North Carolina, one in Louisiana, and one in Arizona. Those million-plus calls for service led to 114,000 criminal arrests, and in 99.3% of those cases, the arrests were carried out without the use of any physical force. This is not something that you would believed to be true were you to only listen to the rhetoric uh, of the protesters and those that identify with them uh, in the media. And, and that's important, right? And even in the cases in which those officers in that study did use force, less than 2% of the subjects who had force used against them had any discernible injury whatsoever. And we know this because half of the study team uh, was made up of medical doctors who were analyzing the records of exactly uh, the, the suspects that were put into custody, right? So what this reveals is that there's not actually a lot of room for improvement. There, there is certainly room for improvement, but it's more so at the margins. And the reason that's so is not because police are impervious to, to, you know, to policy innovations. It's because, by and large, 
they actually do their job exceptionally well despite how difficult that job is. And, and this gets lost in, in the debate, and it is incredibly problematic and incredibly toxic for our society because when you look and see all the rioting and people express shock, I mean, what else would you expect if someone sincerely believed in their heart that police were this oppressive occupying force, right? It's not at all irrational if that is what you sincerely believe. The problem is, is that we have too many people who sincerely believe that against all the available evidence to the contrary. Hmm. You're listening to the voice of uh, a fellow at the Manhattan Institute, uh, Raphael Mangual, joining me this afternoon talking about uh, the question of systematic police racism in America. You know, um, yesterday I think there was a headline and it read, uh, Black Americans two and a half times more likely than whites to be killed by police. That's right. And one of the statistics uh, from, I think it's statistica.com, S-T-A-T-I-S-T-A.com, you know, just uh, of a real more accurate uh, uh, banner headline, uh, the idea or the truth is that about twice as many white people as black people are killed by police, and uh, in about 75% of police shootings, uh, the person that has been shot is not black. Does, does that kind of track with the data that uh, uh, you have been uh, studying and reporting on? That, that does very much so, right? One of the things that, that people may not realize is that, for example, uh, in 2019, I think uh, only 10 unarmed black men were killed by police. Um, one of the other things, too, because you hear this phrase a lot in these debates, the unarmed black man, uh, the fact that someone is unarmed, does not necessarily mean, one, that they are incapable of posing a deadly threat to the life of a police officer. Um, and I have personal experience with this. My father was, a, was an NYPD detective for many years, and two of his ex-partners were killed in the line of duty. Um, their names were Robert Parker and Patrick Rafferty. They were killed in 2004, September 11th, actually. And the man that killed him was unarmed at the time, and he was able to wrestle the firearm away from Bobby Parker, who was an ex-professional wrestler and stood at about six foot four and nearly 300 pounds because he enjoyed the sport of bodybuilding, um, and was able to overpower Bobby in that moment, take his gun, kill Bobby, and then kill Pat in a shootout. And so uh, the fact that someone is unarmed, I think people really need to understand, uh, while in- intuitive as the argument that that automatically means that the killing was unjustified may be, it is not always the case. Um, but, but, you know, w- one of the responses to, to some of the data you just presented is inevitably going to be, well, because black Americans make up such a much smaller part of the population, the rate at which uh, police kill them as compared to white is still disproportionately high. And that's true if you're using the basis for determining that rate uh, uh, being the population or the segment of the population that black Americans constitute. But I think that's the wrong denominator. I think what we need to look at, for example, are the data that would indicate the likelihood of police uh, interacting with black Americans in, in, in circumstances that might lead to violence, right? Black Americans, yes, are disproportionately more likely to be killed by police, but they're also disproportionately more likely to commit homicide. But we cannot ignore the fact that while black men constitute about 7% of the national population, are responsible for almost 50% of closed homicides. And, and, and even if, again, it is true that, that, that black Americans are twice as likely to be killed by police, police still do not pose anywhere near uh, the threat 
to black life and limb, that regular street crime does. And I think that, again, that just often gets lost in this. Take, for example, uh, uh, a study in, in, in the um, Annals of Social Science, which, which showed, in the proceedings of the National Academy of Social Sciences, actually, which showed that the odds of dying at the hands of police for black men is one in 1,000. Right? If you look at just the odds for all Americans, black and white alike, of being killed by gun assault, it's one in 298. And we also know that black men are more than 10 times more likely than their white counterparts to be the victim of a homicide. So if you do that math, the threat posed by just regular street homicide is orders of magnitude larger than the threat posed by police, which, again, those deaths are not all unjustified. This is something that we have to remember. The vast majority of deadly police uses of force are deployed against armed suspects who are violently resisting arrest and posing a very serious threat either to the officers involved or to the public. And we have to remember the police are often responding to calls about very dangerous people under very dangerous and precarious circumstances. And to demand perfection uh, is just, I think, setting us up for exactly the kind of situation that we're in. Mm. Quick question, quick question uh, Raphael Mangual. Got about a minute and a half left, but the question is this. So we see an image on TV, and I want to set the, the current uh, controversy aside. But there's many that say, okay, there's a black officer that shot a, a white civilian, hate crime. There's a white officer that shot a black man, hate crime. Uh, very quickly, uh, we don't necessarily have all the hate crimes that even some would claim in these numbers, correct? Correct. I, I mean, you know, first off, I, I think there, there are some real sort of problems with the concept of, of, of hate crimes to begin with. But, yeah, I mean, the idea that just the, the mere fact that a police officer is of a different race than the suspect against whom they use force uh, illustrate some kind of racial animus. It's just, it's just irresponsible and, and frankly, undeserving of, of a meaningful response because it, it's exactly that kind of rhetorical posture that I. Think about thirty seconds. Go ahead. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I'll close by just saying I think it's exactly the kind of rhetorical posture that poisons the well and that, that makes it so that it becomes almost impossible to have a rational discussion, and that is going to be detrimental to everybody involved. And it's also going to prohibit the kind of progress that we do need to make with respect to making police encounters safe, more safe and less fraught. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, uh, just got to tell my audience, statistics, they're a funny thing. The truth, it's a funny thing. Doesn't take away what we're dealing with, and we've got we've to come against what uh, uh, those feelings in America. But I want to thank so much for the fellow. Uh, at Manhattan Institute, uh, Rafael Manguel, for being with us today and giving us some of those solid statistics. Rafael, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. All righty. I'm Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? 
don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at Watch Sale media.com that's watch salemmedia.com i think one of the great advantages of knowing your smarts is knowing what to do when you're bored with summer here for children that can mean boredom but don't fear kathy cook has some great insights on focus on the family minute so when we know how kids are smart we buy the right games we buy the right tools we set the right thing on the coffee table for the kid to wake up and see in the morning hmm. and if we say to our kids you know you're not just creative you're picture smart you're not just, you know, coordinated, your body's smart. You don't just like nature. You're nature smart and you pay attention to patterns. Now when that kid has that moment of, I don't know what to do, maybe he'll say, wait, daddy said that I'm picture smart and I'm really good at design. Well, the crayons are over there. Yeah. And that's where they can become a bit independent of us and feeling really good about themselves and their decisions. Help your child identify and understand where they shine when it comes to their intelligence. More from Dr. Kathy Cook at FamilyMinute.org. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Do the riots make any sense? While there is clearly an understandable rationale behind peaceful protests over the death of George Floyd, what purpose can there be in looting, destroying businesses, and engaging in more acts of violence against innocent people? How is justice served by piling injustice on top of injustice? There's no logic to this except for that of Mysterium Iniquitatis, Latin for the mystery of evil. The sacking and burning of businesses, the breakdown of order, the embrace of chaos is not rational. It's not just destructive, it's self-destructive. Much of what is happening has nothing to do with race or economics or politics or ideology. Some things are too big for us to handle on our own. It's time for Americans to pray about the crises that have engulfed us. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media, Tampa, 877-943-9673. 
here with you all the way up to the uh, 6 o'clock hour. By the way, let me tell you about our book of the month right here on the Salem Radio Network. I should say Salem Media Tampa, but I'm trying to get my tab. Hey, this month at Regnery Republishing, for all of you on our answer stations, here's our book of the month. It's entitled Irreparable Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters by Abigail Schreier. Now, if you'd like to get a copy of this book, we've got two signed by Ms. Schreier, three others, all five books to be given away. Very simple. Go to TheAnswerSarasota.com. That's TheAnswerSarasota.com. And, by the way, you can also go to TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com. You can register this afternoon, and you can register each and every day up to the end of June if uh, you would like to secure a copy of uh, this book of the month courtesy of our sister organization under the Salem umbrella that would be a Salem excuse me Regnery Publishing and also now well it's Salem Books as promised let me tell you a little bit of what's happening because it's hard to squeeze any COVID information out these days but I want to tell you this is is good news because uh, tomorrow getting back to a little bit more of the recovery plan and that what that means is, other than, I think, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach, they're lagging just like they did on number one because they were hit pretty hard. But the rest of us are going to phase two, phase dose. And so you might have missed it, but he gave that update yesterday. And if you were listening earlier today, you had a chance to hear him as uh, he was talking about uh, that uh, a very uh, positive outcome here in Florida. Now, Keep in mind that uh, I'm going to give you a list of uh, things that are going to be open. Now, it doesn't mean they're all going to open. doesn't mean they can open. In fact, the first one, theaters are going to be able to open starting tomorrow. But I want to caution you. I don't know if you saw the story on the AMC theaters. And it's not just Florida. Two things are happening. AMC may go out of business. AMC may be a huge casualty of the shutdown of America over COVID-19. AMC says they need two things. Number one, they need to be able to open, not just in Florida, but all across America. That's number one. Number two, AMC needs some of those brand new movies that were held back from being released I got to tell you, the one that comes to mind is uh, the, the, the newest Top Gun edition. They need to be open in all 50 states, and they need to have the type of uh, brand-new blockbuster movies that are going to bring people to the theater because they need the revenue. And they are saying if that doesn't happen, they may be out of business. But at least for here in Florida, we'll do our small part. And uh, uh, the governor announced that theaters can open. Concert houses can open, auditoriums can open, playhouses. Hey, how about those who have been yearning to hit the bowling alley? Tomorrow, get your reservations in. How about arcades? They're going to be opening up tomorrow as well. How about those of you, by the way, i just got to tell you, I'm not an advocate of tats, but uh, tattoo parlors are going to be up and going, as well as something else I don't recommend. I don't recommend getting into a place where you got radiation, but nonetheless, tanning salons are going to be opened up. 
If you need a little acupuncture uh, to relieve a little pain, they're going to be opening up. How would you like to have a massage? I mean, a real massage, not one of those fake ones with the storefronts. You know what I mean. A real massage help uh, help with all that circulation, blood flow, and everything. And guess what? I'll just tell you. It's the answer station. The bars are going to be open. But let me tell you. Here's what's happening with the bars. You, you've got to have uh, that six-foot separation indoors, and it's for sitting guests only. There's no standing at the bar. So that means, uh, quite frankly, if a bar has some seats at the bar, you can probably sit every other seat, and then you've got to have the social distancing. However, and I'm thinking of many of the establishments in Ybor City, that the bars uh, have the all the, the big doors that slide back, and you've got all the uh, the patio areas. Uh, there uh, is no regulation on what's happening outside in the air in terms of uh, capacity. Now, uh, the stores, time for uh, uh, our big box stores and gyms, well, tomorrow they're going to be able to operate at 100% full capacity. Now, a store could still go with 50 or 75%. That's up to them. But uh, maybe the lines to queue up outside the big stores, those are possibly going to go away because of the new uh, restrictions. And by the way, Mom and Dad, Bush Gardens, they're opening up next week. Adventure Island is opening up next week. Now, we know they're going to require face masks. We know that Universal, I think, was open today to pass holders. And uh, But I have a sneaky suspicion, generally speaking, in addition to the masks, they're going to be a little temperature taking before you get into those places. So let me just tell you, just means more people are back at work. Good news in these difficult times. Didn't get a chance to get to it. But unemployment, well, month after month, seems like that we may have uh, hit the bottom. And that would be a good news for our comeback. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be over on our Faith Talk stations. Hope that you can join us. Jay Sekulow is up next on our answer stations. Be right back. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Every praise, come on. Every praise. It's to our God. It's to our God. Every word of worship. Every word of worship. With one accord. With one accord. Every praise. Every praise. 
Brooklyn pastor and gospel musician Hezekiah Walker leading worship at the memorial service for George Floyd today at North Central University in Minneapolis, one of several colleges that are part of the Assemblies of God. Attorney Benjamin Crump spoke for the Floyd family at the service. He who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who helps to perpetrate it. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really like cooperating with it. The memorial was the first service to be held in the next six days across three communities. Meanwhile, at a Justice Department news conference, Attorney General William Barr says some of the civil riots and destruction happening at protests have been stirred up by extremist agitators. We have evidence that Antifa and other similar extremist groups, as well as actors of a variety of different political uh, persuasions, have been involved in instigating and participating in the violent activity. And we are also seeing foreign actors playing all sides to exacerbate the violence. Los Angeles has had more than a quarter of the national arrests, followed by New York, Dallas, and Philadelphia. Hundreds were arrested on burglary and looting charges. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 12 points. The Nasdaq dropped 67. The S&P lower by 10. Oil up 12 cents to 37.41 a barrel. This is SRN News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com. The White House is defending President Trump's appearance outside St. John's Episcopal Church in Washington, D.C. during this week's protest. For this president, it was powerful and important to send a message that the rioters, the looters, the anarchists, they will not prevail, that burning churches are not what America's about. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany was responding to criticism of the protesters being forcibly cleared out from a park prior to the president's arrival. The Jewish community in the Czech Republic says the number of anti-Semitic incidents in the country doubled last year. The Federation of the Jewish Communities said in its annual report that there were nearly 700 anti-Semitic incidents in 2019, compared with half that many in the previous year. A majority of them took place on the Internet, often on disinformation websites produced by activists involved in an international campaign to boycott Israel. But the report says anti-Semitism in the Czech Republic is low. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. 
We Are Broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 81396-GLASS. 81396-GLASS for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813 287 5700 or toll free 1 877 943 9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Hour number three, as we are keeping you informed this afternoon. Also here to encourage you here at Salem Media Tampa. As always, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, we have something very important coming up on Sunday. And instead of waiting to talk about it solely tomorrow, I want to talk about it this afternoon. In light of what we are seeing in America... Now, it has to do with a promise fulfilled in the prophecies of our sacred scriptures. It's something that has to do with the state of Israel. And it's something that we must focus focus back on because it's very interesting, but also what's going on right now. We have been praying and seeking the Lord for a greater and a deeper understanding of the COVID-19 global pandemic. Let me repeat, pandemic. Now in America, we've had a second wave. I would say totally unrelated, but it is somewhat related because I think that the amount of people that are unemployed when we had record employment rates, people who have been staying at home for quite 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 many weeks and we've had the George Floyd very unacceptable murder and so now we have this second wave in America does any of this have any implications with end times prophecy or end time developments and uh, what I want to talk about that's happening Sunday Well, it was sort of a trigger that most Christians can agree on. 
We'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, Johnny from Landa Lakes yes. has been so patient because uh, he was wanting to be with us last hour, and we had our special guest from the Manhattan Institute. So I want to circle back and get Johnny on the air. Johnny, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And how are you today? Well, I am just in an attitude of prayer. Um, little, and it's been a long run with our coverage coverage, and now uh, I'm looking at Brooklyn, New York, live again. Uh, hundreds of people on the streets, so we got another night of uh, balancing peaceful protests with those who want to take advantage. But other than that, Lord's in control, my man. Yeah, straight up, it is a N E double X going on at the best, I can say. And, um, Bill, I, I heard you do the interview earlier, brother, brother Bill. I heard you do the interview earlier. Thank you for having me on your show this afternoon. I try not to take too much of your time. A um, couple of the topics that you touched on, especially with the Governor DeSantis, not being disrespectful or anything like that, but I believe if anyone's saying they're following Christ, then, then what you would do is the number one protocol. You engage the Lord or get him involved by getting on bended knee. David being a God, David, King David, mm-hmm. always involved the Lord. Prayer, repentance, prayer, revival, anyone want to say it. But he well, almost, almost, almost always, but go ahead. Almost always, correct. Uh, and the thing is, we are taught you don't make a move until you hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And making a move without hearing from him. Silence is a good sound, too. Silence speaks very loud. It very, means a lot. And depends on someone's perspective on how they see it. But when you make moves that does not dictate wisdom, mm-hmm. then there's a problem. Because wisdom helps us to do things when we don't know what to do. Wisdom is our mm-hmm. sister, understanding our nearest kin. So when we go off the flesh, if flesh is at the throne of the heart, then catastrophic stays there. It doesn't move. I don't know if anyone's reminded of what Paul said. We don't, and as far as this uh, rioting and everything going on, but we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against right. principalities and powers in high places. Mm-hmm. And this is coming to fruition. It was going on in Paul's day even before Paul. And it's happening right in front of everyone's eyes now. And they, no, they, no one knows what's going on. No one knows why this is happening. Well, it stems from something. It didn't just happen. It stems from something. And if anyone trail it back, they can see where it stemmed from. As far as the COVID-19, well, at one point they blame at another country. I'm going to say it this way. Whoever was being used spiritually in a demonic sense to do such a monstrous thing, no angel would tell you to do that thing. That is not the Holy Spirit. That being said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. Mm -hmm. To open when there has not been a resolve, there has not been... um, um, How do you say? It hasn't gone away. No one can get on camera right now in the U.S. and say, it's gone away. It's gone. Correct. You know, we we got a healing for it. Yeah, it's not gone anywhere. It is lingering and watching. And make no mistake, demonic uh, 
disembodied spirits, which are real. I have to call it out like it is because no one's really saying it. So let's call it out what it is. You got disembodied spirits out here. You got wicked evil spirits out here. Paul wrote it. That's, there's a reason why he wrote it. You're not going to see them. You cannot fight an invisible foe with natural things. The only way they back up is by the authentic, pure word of God. That's it. We, we, getting, we engage in trying to solve the problem. How do you solve it without your creator? You, you're not going to do one better than your creator. Mm-hmm. He knows how to fix this better than Great. anyone else. If, he is, if his decision is, is not removed, then I think us as brothers and sisters in Christ got to understand that we got to go with the next best thing. And the next best thing in our sense is sovereignty and grace. his grace is sufficient for us. He knows what he's doing. But I can't put the blame on a human when this spiritual thing is going on and you can't fight the air. You can't handcuff the air. So it's kind of like catch 22. What do you do? Because you said second wave. And, yeah, this virus of racism has been going on for the longest. For the longest. I don't care what color it is. It's still a demon don't care what color you are. A wicked evil spirit does not care what color you are. The cold does not care what color you are. Death does not care what color you are. And if you Johnny, Lord, we, got about a, we, got about, we got about a minute. Okay, go ahead. Got okay, and one minute, not a problem. With all that being said, it's just, um, we're, you know, Florida's getting ready to open up even further than what it is. Nothing's gone away. So is this like playing hide-and-go-seek? Yeah. Is this like, okay, we got them. They're about to open up. Yeah, okay, we waited long enough for them to do that, so now let's attack even more than we did the first time before. We have to look with our spiritual eyes and not with the eyes of the flesh. That's right. To get any answers. Well, Johnny, I think I want to just tell you that uh, I, I'm in full accord. I've been sharing the the spiritual aspects of this, also sharing that Jesus Christ is the only real answer um, in uh, both of these situations. And, uh, yes, it is a, a battle in the spiritual realm that we have acknowledged here for uh, trying to um, uh, illustrate truth to our listeners, and I thank you because uh, you are, are speaking of, uh, of a lot of those of us that are followers of Christ uh, uh, are seeking the Lord answers in these very areas. But uh, thank you for being with us today, and thank you for your very uh, thoughtful uh, contribution to our show today. You're absolutely welcome, Bill. And one other thing before you go, I, I don't think that the Lord's warning has been heeded. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk yeah. about that in just a minute because I'm going to talk about why Sunday is important and uh, where could we possibly, I don't predict the signs of the times, but uh, these are two very extraordinary events. And this is the number one Gentile supporting Jesus nation on the globe. And uh, we have to look at this uh, because uh, of our standing in the world and standing in the kingdom. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but thanks for being with us today. Thank you. You have a blessed day, too, my brother Bill. God bless you. You, too. Bye-bye. Johnny in Landa Lakes. And um, he's absolutely right. Uh, And and it's not just when it comes to COVID-19. It doesn't just come with the the, the racial 
uh, unrest and uh, suspicion and all the other adjectives that one could uh, suggest right now in some areas of our country and and some areas of uh, the people's hearts. But, you know, um, there, there just seems to be, to me, and that's why I very early on caused this phase two, that nothing happens by accident. The timing of what we're seeing today, what we've lived through in COVID, uh, there's, there's no accident. And God is always, in the same way that we can't see the real fighting that's going on in America right now, in, in, the, in the spiritual warfare that is happening. But what we do is, is as a result of those unseen battles, they have manifestations here, uh, well, in the flesh, here in in the world that uh, we do see, in the world that we do participate in. So when we come back, I want to remind you that uh, Sunday is a very important date to remember. And I'm going to be playing a little bit of a clip for you because... um, It was not only momentous at the time this piece of history occurred, but it's still momentous to this day. And I want to talk about that. It has to do with Israel, has to do with the Temple Mound, and it has to do with the fulfillment of a prophecy. And the clock, just like our clocks are ticking with Uh, absolute accuracy that uh, this whole world operates on, courtesy of design by our Heavenly Father. Uh, But that clock is still moving ahead precisely. And we were never told the exact time of Jesus' return. But we were told about some precursors. And so more and more people who are theologians, and very, very experienced Bible scholars have been suggesting more and more in the last few weeks that this is a very significant time and seems to be very unusual to just a life just ticking along. We'll talk about that in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa, 877-943-9673. Be right back. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. Saving 15% or more may be okay for some people, but for those of you over 50, you've earned better than that. The simple truth is that if you're older than 50, you're probably paying more for your auto insurance than before, not less. 
That's why AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, negotiated a special auto insurance program specifically designed to deliver low rates for you. AMAC members who switched are saving hundreds on their auto insurance. That's the kind of special benefit maturity should earn, not hidden penalties. Over 150,000 AMAC members agree that AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. So call today to find out how much you can save by joining AMAC. Let the others settle for 15% off on auto insurance. Get the discount you deserve and enjoy other benefits exclusive to AMAC members. Call 800-303-0661 and switch your current policy today. 800-303-0661. That's 800-303-0661. AMAC, better for you, better for America. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. We are back. Hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. I want to tell you, as always, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And your thoughts and opinions are very important to me, even if from time to time we agree to disagree. But you know the ground rules. When that happens, we do that in a very agreeable fashion. And uh, I just like to say that from time to time, not that it's relevant to anybody today, just in general. Well, our phone line's uh, being open. We have uh, Ken and Largo who wanted to share this afternoon. That's a, a priority. So um, we will be talking about uh, uh, an important day coming up in history uh, concerning the nation of Israel and concerning our faith. We'll get to that in a moment. But uh, Ken and Largo, welcome to our program. Thank you, Bill. I've just been thinking, though, um, and thought of for a while. Um, we really need to reach the, the kids that aren't that are uh, younger than fifth grade for Jesus, and uh, pour efforts into them so they can grow up with values, uh, Christian values, um, like good news clubs and, and all that, and uh, reach them. Because these kids that are out in the streets today, they, they just they don't have the, the moral values, and that's about. I want to say I'm going to. Uh, put my efforts into into reaching kids with whoever's working with them. Uh, well, I've said, I've said I've said I've said something uh, sort of controversial, but it, when one thinks about it, you know, as far as our kids are concerned, we are in the brainwashing business. Yeah. We're either we're either going to brainwash our kids with the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, right. or yeah. they're going to get brainwashed with some other worldview, or uh, somebody on the street's going to brainwash them, or somebody yeah. that wants to uh, take advantage of them in human trafficking, they're going to brainwash them. And so if you don't understand uh, the history, and one of the, one of the standout uh, bad men of history is, is Hitler, 
And don't forget right. that he understood the concept because uh, when he developed the uh, uh, the brown shirts that were the little brown shirts, which were the Hitler Youth. And so yeah. what we are seeing, uh, the Bible is very clear. Uh, we're going to sow seed. But right. by the time that seed grows up, we're going to reap a whole lot more than we bargained on, <laughs> especially if it's yep. bad seed. And what we're seeing yeah. today is an absence. When you take moral law out of the schools, that's the right. Bible. When you take the moral leadership of of praying to the supreme being for uh, the moral good of principles, which happened when prayer was taken out of school, and is there any wonder right. that humanism and all the other things that have come in, all that points to your contribution that, yes, and it's not just the official clubs. we got to spend time with these kids. we we got to, right. right. you know, they're hearing the news, and, the, and the, like my middle schooler, you know, they got the phone. They're not dumb. They're seeing it come in. But as I told my son last night, I said, I said, son, you are very bright, and he is. He tests out very bright. But I said, you know something? This is no, this is no knock on you, but you're not very wise. But because right. you're not supposed to be very wise yet, you don't really get right. into developing that part of your brain until you're in your twenties, and that's when the wisdom takes in. You, you know, that's why kids today—they'll all—they they got all the facts, but they don't have any common sense. What they really don't have. Right is wisdom and and that's why what you're saying is so very important but t-i-m-e spent with kids you just yeah, mom and dad you right. just don't take them to uh church activities you just don't take them to to those type of things you got to be on the front lines with them right right that's how they spell love t-i-m-e too that's it those that have parents in the home that's what they need to do you're right and if you're too busy you're just too busy Amen. God bless you, Bill. Thanks Amen. so much. Good word again. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ken. Ken in Largo. Well, I want to play you a cut, but I want to set it up a little bit because in the midst of all that we have on our mind, I really want you to also consider uh, what's happening in the area of biblical prophecy. What's happening uh, in the... Um, opportunity to understand the sign of the times. Now, as you know, or most of you may or may not know, I know we've um, um, thankfully and praise the Lord acquired additional listeners during, during the time of COVID and probably even right now. Something happened very important 53 years ago in Israel. Now, the date, the actual date is coming up this Sunday. It is June the 7th, 1967. That was the moment, up until that time, the Temple Mount, significant portions of Jerusalem, were not held by the Israelis. The land that was promised to Abraham by God Almighty, was in the hands of the Jordanians. But Scripture told of the fact that you would have the time of the Gentiles, 
And then you would have a time of the, when the time of the Gentiles would be coming to an end. And the question is, are we in those precursor days of the end of the Gentiles? And keep in mind that what happened 53 years ago this Sunday, think about this. The Jews were dis- were dispersed all around the world. The Jews, if you read the Old Testament, unbelievable how sin, some of what we see today, but, but the sin that just so easily takes over. You had good kings. Most of the time, the good kings of the north, northern kingdom, like Ahab, did evil in the eyes of the Lord, set up all the, the Baal worship. And then you had the southern kingdom, Judah, oftentimes true to the Lord. But do you realize that after the disbursement, the Bible said that they will come back to Israel. They'll come back to Jerusalem. And do you know that on this date, 53 years ago, the 1967 war, that that, that the Jewish people took control of their most holiest site. That was the Temple Mound. And they had been exiled for 2,000 years. Now, the important thing to remember is that prophecy is a trigger for everything. Because the Jews have returned to their land. When I come back, I want to share a special clip. We may not understand what's being said, but I want you to hear the passion in the voices. As the Jewish troops, as the 55th Paratrooper Brigade, Modagur, went to the Temple Mount. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The mural of George Floyd projected above his coffin, where mourners knelt and cried, paused and prayed at his memorial service, had a simple message, I can breathe now. Celebrities, civil rights activists, politicians, and family members of Floyd sang Amazing Grace, prayed and joined together in a rousing memorial Thursday that was both a celebration of his life and the mourning of a man whose death at the hands of police has sparked protests and riots nationwide and calls for an end to racial injustice. The memorial was the first service to be held in the next six days across three communities. Uh, Meanwhile, a judge set bail at $750,000 apiece for three former Minneapolis police officers charged with aiding and abetting in the death of George Floyd. On Wall Street, the Dow by 12 points, the Nasdaq dropped 67, the S&P lower by 10. This is SRN News. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, 
Order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers if you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you call back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673, Salem Media Network here in Tampa. Glad to have you back aboard. You know, I thought this would be a good time this afternoon. This has been a time that we have been dedicating this space to the Lord, dedicating this time to praying for Him. And I will tell you that a pretty sizable crowd has uh, now gathered at Curtis Hickson Plaza downtown. Considerable size. So uh, we've had a little bit of break in the rain. Might have a little bit of break for the next few hours. So uh, in all of our areas, uh, just remember to uh, ask the Lord to just uh, uh, be with those who are sharing their deep concerns for um the purpose of their demonstration, and uh, also just pray for the Lord to come against anybody who would get into the violence, the the looting, the brutality, the shooting of mortars, or or throwing rocks and bottles. But um, anyway, 
Uh, we need to be in the attitude of prayer as we go into the evening. Well, we're talking about June the 7th, 1967. We're talking about the Six-Day War. Some of you know about that. Some of you know that uh, Israel was um, was involved with what I would call a miracle. 53 years ago Sunday, and since I can't be with you on Sunday, talking about some today, may talk about some tomorrow, but the Israeli soldiers, after 2,000 years, took back the old city, took back the Temple Mound. And I want to tell you that um, that victory, I mean, that just that just went out in a bold way all around the globe. Now, I want to tell you that for those, and especially those, you know, in Israel, uh, the paratroopers, when we talk about Navy SEALs, uh, when we talk about special forces, we talk about Green Beret, those are our special units here in America. But if you're Jewish and uh, you either are, are here or you were born or you have uh, relatives uh, in Israel, you know that paratroopers, a paratrooper brigade, that's how Israelis feel about the, that group of men and women like we feel about our special operational units. So it was the 55th Paratrooper Brigade, and some of you, well, you know the name of the commander, because it is his voice that we're going to play in just a moment. Mordecai Modiger. His, his paratroopers broke through the Jordanian defenses. In a minute, you're not going to, unless you're Jewish, you're not going to understand the radio transmissions. But you are, you're going to get it. You're going to understand it. And you're going to feel it. Because if you have been with me to Israel or gone to Israel, most all of you, you'll know with my group that we, one of the times that we enter into the old city, we enter in through the Lion's Gate. There was a fierce battle at the Lion's Gate. Oh, I wish I could go to Israel right now, and I wish I could take you. If I was taking you to Israel right now, I would take you up to the, to the Lion's Gate, and I'd let you look at all the bullet holes around the Lion's Gate. Those are bullet holes from the 1967 battle. And in those six days in 1967, the prophecy was fulfilled. Israel had returned to her homeland. And that started a clock. Because if you read the Bible carefully, that had to happen as one of the precursors before Jesus would return. Six days. Samaria. Judea. The Golan Heights, the biblical land of Israel, all, all, all went back in Jewish hands, including the old city. 
and you look at what's happening today. When the word of God in the form of a prophecy comes out of the scriptures, not only is it amazing, is is, is an amazing thing, but to really contemplate the markers, the signs that God is giving us. It's exciting to, to go back in history and to, to hear that. And uh, Aliyah, which you may have heard that term, Aliyah is the return of the Jewish people to Israel. Whether it's from Africa, Ethiopia, whether it's from Eastern Europe, whether it's from the United States, Aliyah is the movement of people returning to their homeland. But let's not forget Mordecai Gur. Let's not forget this Israeli general. Because as they were fighting their way, they had a gun battle at the Lion's Gate. Once they got inside the city and uh, they were shooting and fighting, um, the excitement and the adrenaline of these soldiers of the paratrooper brigade, 55th, They were fighting, shooting, and running, running to the Temple Mound. And the famous words you're going to be hearing in Hebrew in just a minute is the quote from the General Gur: The Temple Mount is in our hands. Now, if you were a Jew, and you were in the Israeli Defense Forces, IDF, and you're you look you're fighting you're fighting on the Golan Heights you're driving them off the Golan Heights you're you're fighting in the Gaza back to Egypt your air force uh, went up uh, before uh, the ground troops got started the air force went up and absolutely wiped out the Egyptian air force as the planes were still on the ground keep in mind that after six days of fighting can you imagine when this word went out through all of the troops, the Temple Mount, the most holiest of holy places, especially for Orthodox and Bible-believing Jews. Unbelievable. You know, it wasn't in war, but I'm reminded when Neil Armstrong first set foot on the moon, and I sat with my mom and dad in front of that black and white TV set, And you saw him step, and the words, one small step. The drama of the moment. That's what I'm trying to convey here and what you're going to hear in just a minute. And not only to the men of the 55th paratroopers, but to all the other men serving, especially after World War II and the atrocities committed by Adolf Hitler. You can only imagine once the news spread around the globe to Jewish towns and villages. Unbelievable. And there's a lot of Aliyah happening. But the question is, are we at the end of the time of the Gentiles? Are we at the time when Things are going to start moving quickly to the end times. Are we seeing some of those pandemics and plagues and earthquakes 
storms coming at us in, in very irrational and in shorter time periods. There's no doubt that my friend Joel Rosenberg, who writes and educates us so well in his novels, as he said, Jerusalem is the epicenter. He went on to say to our colleague Chris Mitchell, with CBN News, he said, quote, you know, for 4,000 years, people have wanted this city, and they have fought hard to get it. And so the fact that Israel controls it today biblically, it's prophetic, but it's also complicated, Joel Rosenberg says. And we need to be praying for the peace of Jerusalem and praying for Israel to be secure. So I want you to listen. There is uh, some uh, musical background. But I want you to listen because this is when General Mordecai, Mordecai Gurr got on the radio after racing and running, fighting with all the bullets flying around. They came in the Lion's Gate and went straight for the Temple Mound. I want you to listen in because this is a very important moment of biblical history and prophecy. Let's listen in. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that is a very, very, very stirring a moment. And so we talk about the times of the Gentiles. Now, remember that as uh, we are considering that and uh, considering where we are at today, as we look at every day, except when we've been in this COVID-19 and in this 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 breaking of our hearts here in America, you know how often is tiny Israel? How often is tiny Jerusalem in the headlines? Oftentimes, it's the center of political news. It certainly is in the in the center of prophetic significance. And when you look at from the time of A.D. seventy. That's when the Romans absolutely destroyed the temple and uh, ran Israel, ran uh, the Jews out of their own city. And I remind you of Luke 21, 24, quote, And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. I'm going to take a break in just a moment. How about that last phrase? Dr. Luke tells us, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Are we very close to that? 
Is that why we're seeing some of the things? We are the number one Gentile nation believing in Jesus Christ on the planet. That's why what's happening here is significant. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. And Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and, and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's uh, it's the little messages. You know, like, I, and I, I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. I, but I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter – if you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent, you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive, and your, your words can be positive. And I would say firsthand experience here, when you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve, You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Do the riots make any sense? While there is clearly an understandable rationale behind peaceful protests over the death of George Floyd, what purpose can there be in looting, destroying businesses, and engaging in more acts of violence against innocent people? How is justice served by piling injustice on top of injustice? There's no logic to this except for that of mysterium iniquitatis, Latin for the mystery of evil. The sacking and burning of businesses, the breakdown of order, the embrace of chaos is not rational. It's not just destructive, it's self-destructive. Much of what is happening has nothing to do with race or economics or politics or ideology. Some things are too big for us to handle on our own. It's time for Americans to pray about the crises that have engulfed us. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show. I don't know about you, but trying to ask the Lord to give us discernment, spiritual eyes through the lens of His Word, of the times that we find ourselves in. Certainly very exciting. And I've been thinking about the fact that you and I were born for such a time as this. Of all the people who have lived looking toward seeing the Messiah, it goes way back to Adam and Eve, all the way back to the Old Testament. And Jesus Christ came. He's the Messiah. He's going to come again. And understand that when we look at <clears throat> Luke twenty one twenty four, let me share it again. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The reference, the first part of this verse, is having to do with A.D. 70. The destruction of the temple again by the Romans. That is the prophecy of the fall by the edge of the sword. Also, when all the Jews were dispersed, Jerusalem was trampled underfoot by the, by the Gentiles. until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Understand that when the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled, that is when Jesus will return. That is when there's going to be a seven-year period of the Great Tribulation. That's when the rumors of wars, the rumors of the, you know, the, the tornadoes, the storms, the plagues, all of what's talked about are, are those birth pains, are, 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 are those things that we are going to see. And as I've thought about this for many decades, they're all elements that are part of life in America. In fact, you'd be very surprised... Uh, just to Google, how many earthquakes occur every day, every hour, 
every minute, probably even every second. But it is the intensity and the frequency that I've always focused upon. So that when we start having things happen more quickly, and how about this? And there was a reason why a few days ago I referred to phase one COVID, phase two, the um, upheaval in the streets of America right now at night is because I've always thought about, hey, going to see more earthquakes, going to see this, going to see that. But how about the fact that we see some of these things start to overlap on themselves in, in, in a way that we've never seen the quickness of these things overlapping? A phase, this phase, that phase, the other phase, the other phase, other phase, other phase. And I'm not saying we're there, but I'm asking God to understand why We've now been allowed to see the level of evil that's in the land. And we see that in a very tangible way in a lot of the scenes that we'll see here, maybe even again tonight, I pray we don't, with uh, folks who are have no, no respect for the rule of law, no respect for others. And we're able to see how widespread that is in America. It's just not a few people. There's quite a few people that are out looting and burning, etc. So you add that with a global plague, and they're kind of phase one. Now we got phase two. So we're we're balancing and dealing with both, even though we really think we're only dealing with uh, the demonstrations right now, and uh, and quite frankly, the after dark rioting. But um, I'm just asking the Lord to 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 show me. You know, what are you up to? And I suggest that you do the same. And, and, and we're going to back up a little bit. And, and, and as we kind of take the bird's eye view, I think it's very important in the next 30, 60, 90 days to, to just keep a very biblical eye and to be on our knees, as our friend from Land of Lakes shared with us, and to seek the Lord. Asking for his mercy, asking for his hedge of protection, and asking him to show us the sign of the times. Don't know if it's the sign of the times or not. I just feel that we are we are maybe at the beginning of the end of the Gentile period. I don't know. Not saying it's imminent. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media Tampa. Hope that you have enjoyed being with us today. We've enjoyed being with you. We're going to take a time out. Back with you Friday. Focus on the family, movie guide, praying, all that part of our show. We'll kick it off tomorrow at 3. Until then, God bless and good night. Time.